thought-provoking stories, and insights from around the globe by your favorite athletes. This is the Athlete's Obsession, brought to you by Obsesh. This week on the podcast, I talk to Sunshine Mafia, a family band that strives to uplift and serve others. I learned about the origins of their name, their musical influences, and the story of how they got their camera. What's up? Hey. 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 Welcome to this week's episode of the Athletes Obsession podcast presented by Obsesh. This is your host, Dalton Allison, and this week I'm joined by a group of very special guests. My first ever group that I'm interviewing on the podcast. It is the Sunshine Mafia. Why don't you guys go around and introduce yourself to hey, everybody? Hey, what's up, Tom? How you doing? All right. Glad to be on here. I'm Tyson. I started off. I'm 17 years old, and I'm the second oldest, oldest in the house right now, so it's pretty cool. My name is Abe. I'm the daddy-o, big daddy. Big daddy. You can call me many things, but Abe is good. <laughs> okay, I'm Rachel. I'm the mom. Oh, I'm Jordan. I wasn't going to Like, <laughs> I'm Jordan. I'm 15. And Tyson's younger brother, Mariah's older brother. I'm Mariah, and I'm 13, and I'm like the middle child. So, middle yeah, child yeah there are two yeah. younger ones. We're missing Juliana and Jaden today. So. Well, I'm so excited to have you guys on because you guys bring so much positivity and energy to everything you guys do. So this is a very, very exciting uh, week for me on the podcast. Thank you. We're excited Sweet. too. Awesome. Yeah, so since this is the Athletes Obsession podcast, I need to ask you guys, and you guys can do this individually or as a family, what is your obsession? It's, awesome. it's a lot of stuff, man. This, our whole family, we're a pretty active family. We don't have any video games in our house or we, don't, we never sit down and watch TV, so we're always doing something. Whether it's going to the beach, going to sporting events. We're going to be at a wrestling tournament all weekend. We're going to have a football tournament tomorrow. It's always something busy. We're, we're always outside, always doing stuff active. I personally love to inspire others to be active because so many kids say, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I could go out and do stuff. Just today, Mariah took a neighbor kid who had never ran more than a mile in his life and she took him on a two and a half mile run and he came in like limping and like your kids just bullied me hey, it's hot out here it's hot out here i'm telling you sweat him in but i love to see his face like beat red sweating and i just felt so happy so my obsession is being active getting your body healthy moving around they just went rappelling off a waterfall Right? Yeah. It was last week, this guy said, hey, do you guys want to repel out the waterfall? Just some random guy there. And I said, yes, they would like to. And they're like, no, we don't want to do it. But uh, my <laughs> obsession is to get them to do off. physical things that uh, yeah, you would normally do. So yeah. yeah, my obsession is competing. I just like doing anything as long as it's competing. I like football, basketball, wrestling, all that. My obsession is basically what everyone else said. Sports, going outside, being active. So basically the same as everybody else. Our family has a very similar obsession. My, my obsession is getting these guys to have amazing experiences in their lives so that they can grow and learn. And one of the ways that's manifest is us traveling. And then when we travel, we always try to, to do some act of service, whether it's a service project or working with specific groups or coming up with it 
on our own and working with people who are local yeah, in the area. So or, or even service is a big, big thing we're obsessed with and travel. Those two things are some of my favorites. And the people that are involved in all these things, they said the sports, the travel, we just went to the Amazon and our favorite part of traveling to the Amazon were the people. So people. And of course, this Sunshine Mafia, if you look at the origins of the mafia, it started with two people, Rachel and Abe. How did you guys first meet? Great question. All right. So I was in a play and this was at college. We went to the same college and she walked into the class and there was a question answer period. After everything was over, she came up and asked me a question specifically. I went all the way up on stage. And I said, that's an awesome question. Let's set up well, an appointment. Ah, it doesn't matter. It's not, more, it's not important. <laughs> What's important is that. I took that opportunity to set up an appointment with her. He said, let's set up a time later so I can answer that question for you. Yeah. And she said, okay. And we got together. And So there's more to that story, though. He said that as I walked away, I looked back. Oh, she definitely like looked back. back. And he's like, oh, yes, this is going to be a nice meeting later. <laughs> well of course you know it was in a theater so there had to be some dramatic aspect to it you know? like her, right? <laughs> that's right well also i had actually seen he didn't meet me but i saw him freshman orientation for college and he was singing and i didn't realize he was the same guy that i went up and talked to on stage but i was going nuts a crazy freshman screaming at this cute singer on stage going nuts what can I say? And the security okay. guards are like, stay back. Silly <laughs> freshman, stay back. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Got to have good security. Yeah. So do you guys remember what, what play that it was that you were in? It was like an original play by someone that was written at the university. I think it was called Free at Last. Okay. But awesome. Yeah, it was awesome and, and lots of fun. And uh, it was it was an interesting first meeting and then from that point we dated broke up and then five years later got back together and dated again and then we broke engaged. up for five years wow must have been meant to be because we ended up coming back together we've been married 20 years we were connected that's a beautiful story and that first meeting came through music which is what you guys find yourselves doing nowadays where does that original passion for music come from for you guys it comes from both of them, like yeah. both of their sides of the family both grew up with lots of music. My dad was a singer, he learned the piano. My mom, she played a lot of instruments through high school and her dad yeah. was a band My teacher. My dad was a band teacher. And she's a singer. They're both great singers. Oh, I mean, I'm the same. Expect. Nobody yeah. mentioned that that's our obsession, but it really is as well. It's hard to pick one thing, but music is totally our we're, obsession. We're a very busy family, so it's, it's hard to everything in there yeah actually many, many of the times that we've been on trips we've taken our band equipment with us and then performed for for schools and students and things like that whenever we have an opportunity so, so the reason why i have an obsession of music is because my dad like at midnight i have very fond memories of him setting up because he was a band teacher he'd set up these pots and pans around the kitchen and he would just start banging on him and making music we were trying to sleep but he like was done with work and wanted to just make some music a little artist yeah so i grew up with craziness so now is that how all of you guys started playing music in the family you started with pots and pans or did you guys start on something else 
drums and pianos when yeah, we started drums, off with yeah. piano. We moved to Florida and there's this organization and we met them at this bar where we were performing. And then they kind of like, they were like, <laughs> oh, it's called, it's called Kids Organization. They're like, we give guitars to kids who are going to actually do something with them. And we didn't have a guitar yet. They were like, why don't you guys have a guitar in well, your band? Well, yeah, we have to, like, how did we show up to this biker bar? It was just, <laughs> we were like, you had a violin. You have like all these rock stars out there and stuff, like just like jamming out. They got their guitars, their drones, like, I don't know, playing all this hard music. We, we had church clothes on. We then we showed up. We showed up. There's all these guys with their beers, just like, oh, and then we come on. and We had a violin, some bells, a flute. <laughs> we're playing Christmas music. <laughs> Jingle bells. But the bikers were like crying. They're like, that was the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So we that's kind of when we got introduced to guitars. And so yeah, I play bass and they play guitar. And we yeah. kind of have a couple other instruments in there now. It's just a band, man. They they gifted us holy two years of free lessons for these three. Wow. Yeah. They've given us speakers, drum set, more keyboards all kinds of things they were just really touched by the fact that we were playing together as a family and they just wanted to support us so together how many instruments do you guys play as a whole drums uh, two guitars sometimes a bass, bass uh, piano you guys can play the violin there can be like five you can play the trumpet so keep five going. instruments a six instrument instrument like harmonica wait in oh, yeah. one song right talking about like in one song no just in general just right? in general total just how many in general in yeah Eight. I think about nine. Ten, if we're including nine. my mom's flute. Oh, I them if, you, if you're a flute, it's got to be a little. <laughs> we did the harmonica. I can play the kazoo. Easy. I'm good at the kazoo. I haven't played for a while. One of the guys at the biker bar gave him $100 if he would learn a song. He gave him a harmonica and said, if you learn a song and play it on YouTube, I'll give you $100. So, and he did. Harmonica player. Wow. So you guys were performing your music before you even turned a camera on, what made you want to uh, turn a camera on and start recording you guys making music together? That's a great know. question, man. I don't even know, to be it honest. It started with this thing we were doing in our church. It's called Light the World. Every day going up to Christmas, you had to post something on social media or do an act of kindness or whatever. And so we were like posting us singing Christmas songs. And I don't know how we like got into doing I think I think we just continued. Yeah, we just continued to act because we like sort of built up people watching us. We, we yeah. were it was mainly just people that we knew. It was a horrible Personal videography. It, yeah. It was, it's like off of a like a go back and watch some of those eight. original videos. We were, she, she filmed and edited everything off of an iPhone. She edited she, on the iPhone the whole video. We did, we ended up having one video where we went to AGT, America's Got Talent, and we got we tried out. And we had a, the video got pretty big because it was four year old does back foot for the cameras and something. But that video got pretty big. So that built our following up a little bit. And then from there, we just I keep guess, going. Yeah, yeah, they did this like little thing where they would, in order to kind of pass time, they would have this big dance thing and they would have a dance floor with people surrounding it. Well, so Jordan gets out there and on all fours and then Jaden gets on top of Jordan and does a backflip off of his back. So yeah. that was kind of like getting people take all hyped video. up and excited. So I pushed him out there. I was like, video. get out there, go do it. So it did, it did really well. That video did really well. So do you want to hear a quick miracle? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So before the light the world issue was talking about, I felt strongly in my heart that we needed to buy a camera. I just kept getting the strong impression buy a camera, but he had just lost his job. And 
I was like, I, we, we can't spend money on a camera. We need to just be able to survive and get food on the table. But I just kept getting this impression to buy a camera, buy a camera. And then another big TV show reached out to us and said, hey, can you video yourself doing this song? We saw one of your videos of just something little I had posted. And I was like, oh my gosh, we don't have a video camera. So some family, this family drove up four hours just to video us and edited it and we submitted it. And then they were YouTubers and they were putting things on YouTube. And I said, families do YouTube? I didn't even know that was a thing. I kept getting this impression to buy a video camera. I kept pushing it out of my mind. Then in October, I think it was, I called them up and I was like, I can't push that thought out of my mind anymore. I'm buying a video camera right now. And he said, well, hold up. My friend just messaged me and said, I work at a video camera store. Um, if you ever need a video camera, let me know. And I was like, are you kidding me? We hadn't even talked to her in like eight years. So we called her up. I called her up and she talked to her manager. She said, what can you buy? And I said, no, she said, what's your budget? And I said, we have no budget. We're just trying to survive financially. So just whatever you have, that's the cheapest that will do us well. We'll do that. And she talked to the manager again for a minute and she got back on and she and the manager and she said, we have two cameras we're gonna send you and it's free. And I just dropped to the ground sobbing. I couldn't even speak for five minutes. I was just bawling. So that kind of, even though doing YouTube and putting it on, on there, putting our family out there has been hard, but wonderful, totally wonderful. Just hard the grind of it. Even when we did those songs, we were doing Christmas songs at like 1 a.m. Yeah, just that confirmation that I was like told to buy that video camera and then I did and then it, they were getting to free that was just kind of like a yes you're where you're supposed to be yeah that's a beautiful story of someone spreading sunshine with you right totally. uh, so you guys were filming all these videos performing all these songs together you just needed a name how did the name sunshine mafia come about kind of interesting but before we were Sunshine Mafia, we had come up with all these different names, and I think we oh, had settled yeah. on the names, on the name Mills Jam Band Six. We had a couple and of names. Like that was Jackson, one. Mills Jam Band five, Six. And oh, Jackson yeah. and the Padres. Jackson, Jackson five, five and, and the Padres. Because <laughs> Jackson is our oldest son, so we're calling instead of the Jackson Jack Five. Jackson. We got Jackson Five. The apostrophe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See what we did there. So yeah, obviously that didn't work out well. But then, it's hard to come up with a name. Yeah. Well, we have an older daughter. I'm pointing over here because there's a picture of her. She joined our family. I can't see her. <laughs> she joined our family in her 30s. She'd aged out of foster care and asked us to be her parents. And we love her to pieces. So she's our daughter. And she contacted us and said, I've got the perfect name for you guys, Sunshine Mafia. She said, because you guys are bringing sunshine everywhere you go. You're like this tight-knit group, this mafia. And, but you know, the good, right? We bring light to darkness. That's our goal is to bring light to darkness, bring happiness and kind of juxtaposition of those words. So she said that, it was just her idea. And we're like, huh. And like rang, man, it's like good. It. I like the ring of it. Our parents didn't like it because they grew up in the era of the mafia. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> what kind of mafia are you talking about? Huh? What are you talking about the mafia, huh? <laughs> so now being together and being the Sunshine Mafia, what, what has creating these videos done for your family? Well, yeah, it's, it's done a lot for us. It's, it's helped us individually. It's helped us as a family. It's now our job. So, what about your like confidence? You were telling me the other um, day yeah, about your confidence. That's how it helped us personally, I would say. Is it's, it's made me a lot more confident as a person. 
it's, it, it teaches you good skills, good communicating skills. You're able to just hop on and do stuff and be confident on video. And that's, I think that's a good skill to have. My mom's taught me how to edit. And I think that's a good skill for the future. And even now, because I'm, I'm, I actually started my own YouTube channel and I edit my videos on there and I enjoy the YouTube channel a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of video. So it's like a lot of video all the time. And sometimes you get tired and you're like, Oh, I don't want a video. I don't want to edit, but it teaches you how to stay on top of something and where it gets you. I think it really helps us to come together as a family. We spend a lot of time together before, but like, with all of our sports and different things, it's hard to find time to spend together. And through the YouTube channel, just like helps us to just do a lot of fun things together as a family. So spend a lot of time together. I just like um, the confidence part. It's like I was very camera shy when we first started, and then like I feel like I just got more and more used to it, and now I'm not not shy. Anymore. They're not shy in any circumstance. They just went to this huge camp out in Utah and they just walk into any situation and they do not care what people think because they've already had good comments, bad comments from people on YouTube and they don't care. That's what I love most is that they don't care if someone says they're awesome. They don't care if someone says they're crappy. They just don't care. They just walk into a situation and they are who they are, right? Like, and that's what we were talking about the other day where you were like, I think it's YouTube that made me just not care. And the more you don't care what people think, the more people like you because they're like, as long as you're not irritating, right? Or like rude or mean, but because you're just good with who you are inside. And that's, speaking of an obsession, that's another obsession of mine. I want people to be happy and comfortable in their own skin and like just be glad for who they are, the gifts they have, the talents they have, and just let them shine. And that's the spread sunshine, right? We want people to shine who they are. Yeah, as parents, it's given us a, a really good opportunity to discuss lots of different things with our kids. Some discussions that we probably would never have had, such as when people write negative things about you on the internet or, you know, just how to, how to look beyond yourself and reach out to people. When we go out, there are people that come up to us. And so, you know, to teach them, you know, how do you respond to somebody and how do you treat someone when they come up to you that you don't know? And so I think that, you know, those are, to me, those are lifelong lessons that I'm grateful that they're learning at a young age. Just along with that, sorry to talk so much, but they're learning to look outward and not inward because they had to look past themselves. In the beginning, they'd be a little shy because they couldn't understand how people were so excited to see them. And I, because they're like, it's just me. Like, I don't know why they want to see me. But I had to explain to them, it's not about you. It's about their experience. It's about, not about you feeling shy. Or you feeling like, wait, I don't know this person. It's about them. And so they're, they do a wonderful job now. They'll just go up and hug these kids and, and, you know, talk to them and ask them about them. So I feel like it's really good to teach all of us to not think about us and worry about what we look like or what we're doing, but worrying about what the other person, the experience that the other person is having with us. And I think on top of that, too, you guys are now going to have the opportunity, you know, in 10, 15 years to look back on just all of these videos that you guys made together and all these moments that you created, which something that a lot of families don't have the opportunity to do. So I think that's so special as well. Totally worth it, totally worth it. Usually bands cite bands as their inspiration, but you guys are such a, a big family band that you guys each have your own individual inspiration. So who inspires you guys musically? My dad. 
Um, Good answer. Either, either him or like uh, Michael Jackson, obviously. We, we try to do a lot of Motown type stuff. And I love to just look up some of his songs and play the bass for him. Michael Jackson's a big inspiration. You guys got anybody? Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Hold up. Do you know who Boys to Men is? Of course I know who Boys to Men are. Oh, thank you. Thank you. There's so many young people that are like, who's Boys to Men? No, my, man, know? my man knows about Philly. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the East Coast, so Boys to Men is a, a very known thing here. <laughs> no joke. So if I was going to say, I have, I draw from so many musical influences, it's just ridiculous, but Obviously, Boyz II Men, I'm gonna put up there. Michael Jackson, I'm gonna put up there. All the Motown, like if you go back to the yeah. Temptations, Smokey Bill and the Miracles. I love some Sam Cooke. Oh, I love Stevie Sam Wonder. Craig. All of it. And then on top of that, as I was uh, growing up, I had all these friends introduce me to uh, rock bands. Like so, Chicago became one of my oh, favorite I like bands. Chicago. Oh, my That's dad just showed me them the other day. I love some Journey. I love all of the classic rock stuff. Yeah. So. All that stuff is amazing as well. Christian artists too. Oh yeah, and nowadays there's tons of Christian artists that we love, like Trey. Trey, um, Katie. The guy with the, uh, the whole Michael band. W. Smith. Who are you talking about? The guy with the choir. My man. Oh, it's Kirk my man. Oh, Kirk, Kirk Franklin. Franklin. Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. <laughs> Kirk Franklin. <laughs> yeah, Kirk Franklin got a love it. So. I don't know if you know, but his his group was pretty big for in the Christian market. Jericho Road. Yeah, I was in a back group. in the day. Yeah, long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. Wow. So, did you learn anything from your time in that band that you bring to the music you guys make now as a family? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I would say just if you were gonna look in practical terms, just as far as how how to put a show together, like how to do a set list. But even more so than that, when we did what we were doing, we did it for the reason we wanted to influence people. We wanted to touch people mm -hmm. and lift them up. And so, as I was talking to our family about that, I was like, hey, you know, when we do this. This isn't, you know, when we first started our band, we were we were like, oh, dude, we're gonna get famous, we're gonna get big, and it wasn't until we decided that we were actually gonna go uh, in a faith-based direction, like that we were doing it for the right reasons that we felt like were the right reasons, and so that's why I told my kids, I'm like, you know, we do this so that we can lift people up, we do this so that we can make others feel happy, and every, you know, anything that happens beyond that, then you know, that's great, that's an addition to it, but just always do it for the right reasons. And so we talked to them about taking our talents that we feel like are God-given and then using them for the right reasons to help other people. And that's something that you guys really love to focus on, doing the right thing and giving back as well. That's kind of a main focus of some of your videos and your trips as well, is giving back. How do you spread that message through your videos and through the content that you guys make? Oh, they're gonna say so we've never tried to like we're actually surprised in the beginning um when our video first started blowing up i because even you know just even as his music group he said we weren't trying to go faith-based but then once they made that decision things blew up we posted this video about agt and all i put at the very end was please pray for us that was it so we try not to preach on our channel at all we don't say you need to do this we just kind of share what's going on in our lives and people get the message. And yeah. so I remember whenever that video first started getting big, it was one weekend and it was a few months after we'd started YouTube and we started getting these messages from all over the world. All these comments started pouring in. 
we're praying for you. We're praying for you. God bless you. We're praying for you. And I was like, what? Why are we? Where did this come from? It just all of a sudden blew up and all these people. And I, and I think that was God's way of saying, oh, yes, you are going to remember me in your message. Oh, so, yeah. and it's just something little like that. You know, we're never saying, you need to do this. You need to serve others. We just say, hey, whenever I serve someone, it made me feel so good. Or when this person served me, it made me feel so good. And I just, we just kind of give our experience and take with it what you want, right? And I think that's how people have kind of ran with the message of they, they feel supported, they feel loved. We didn't count on people calling us mom and dad and considering us part of their family. There's so many people out there that call us mom and dad. We just didn't know that we'd have that influence. We're grateful and humbled by it. Has there ever been a story that sticks out to you where you really helped a fan out or inspired a fan of your content? Oh, well, I personally, I, I bet they have their own stories, but there's a uh, one fan from Louisiana and he, he calls us a lot. He, he calls them mom and dad, but um, he's always calling us and he, he started asking us about our religion and stuff. And um, he talked to us a little bit about um, believing in God and stuff. And he actually started going to church and stuff. And I, I think that was kind of cool that he went and did that and took initiative just because he was watching us and seeing how God kind of strengthened our family. So he went off and he stays updating us to this day about like, oh, church is good. I, I read I read the scriptures and stuff and I believe in God, you know, and I think that's just cool. Definitely. I received messages um, from people, several actually, where they said they were going to commit suicide and they watched our video and they decided not to. And I've had messages where people said, you're something that you said just showed me that I was loved and I was cared for. To me, that's huge. We didn't even know that we'd be used that in that way, but to be an instrument in helping someone else, we don't take credit for that, but somehow they were at the right place to hear the words that we had to share of love. And I'm just grateful. I don't take credit, we don't take credit for it, but we're just grateful for that opportunity to have, and that's been several times that we've received messages. Hey, God helps people find the videos and see them in the right way. I think it's just like the same that they said, just I love making people feel happy and um, showing, like what Tyson said, showing how God has strengthened our family and then it encourages them to be stronger, I guess. They, like a lot of people did, they started praying or going to church because they felt so much happiness. And I just love feeling that they got something from our videos. I mean, Spread Sunshine means a lot. And we say it after all of our videos and like every time people say it, it's like, wait, you guys are the people who say Spread Sunshine. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so like, You know what that means, right? Spread Sunshine, always be keeping it positive, you feel? Yeah. We, we were in Costa Rica and this girl showed up at where we were staying in our, for like a couple nights only, because she saw one of the videos we posted and she was like, she told her mom, I know where that house is. We just showed her the front of it for a second in Costa Rica. So like in the middle of the country, like in the middle of Costa Rica. And we just were doing a little video on the front of it. And they're like, I know where that is. They drove there. The mom supported her, drove her there. She just walked up all nervous. And she said, I just want to say hi. My mom drove here. <laughs> and what I love, love, love is that parents like totally trust us immediately. I mean, we feel trustworthy, right? But she just let her kid go with this for the whole day. And like I was in Walmart the other day and this little like five-year-old was like pulling on his mom, pulling on his mom. And she was like, he says he knows you. And I looked over and I was like, oh, and all of a sudden I'm hugging this five-year-old. How often can you hug someone's kid? Like a stranger can't hug someone's kid, but all of a sudden they're like, oh, 
they must be good. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So I love that. I love that. I keep saying that the human connection is beautiful to me. Definitely. Yeah, you guys have built a lot of really great connections as the Sunshine Mafia. You know, you guys have been able to go on a lot of cool service trips as well. What is your favorite one that you guys have taken together as a family? Um, as a family, uh, probably Costa Rica as a whole yeah. family. Yeah, because I just feel like there's a lot of service opportunities there. Especially when we were able to, we were able to go to this daycare place, and we served there for about a week, and it was just so awesome to see all the little kids just running up to give us hugs, and they'd like ride on our shoulders all day, and we just like all day, yeah, literally all day. And we played soccer with them, even though we were terrible. It and all the boys really had crushes soccer. on Mariah. They did. They did. <laughs> yeah. It was just fun, like being able to spend time with them, and show them that we cared about them and we also, yeah. and also we like built desks or something we built oh yeah we fixed a bunch of desks we we that, that was really it was really fun because they had a lot of desks but they were like broken so we reconstructed the desks and like it was really fun to down. do that for them i mean not even to mention down. not even to mention coast Rica is just an awesome place in general I was like, I just, I think that's awesome. Like, Close just go, yeah. How many people get to go with their whole family to like Costa Rica, go yeah. across the whole like freaking ocean, just go chill, <laughs> chill at the beach. You're like living on the beach every day and yeah, helping and people. So oh, I mean, that's just the life for me. I was, it, I was living in so paradise, man. <laughs> I love jungles, man. <laughs> yeah, you do love jungles, and you love a lot of the the wild animals as well. That's part of your YouTube channel, right? Yeah, yeah. I like to go and experience. I've, I've always just been into animals. I've always caught snakes that I find. I've always caught lizards. And I just started videoing it, you know, and started getting it out there. And it's, I, I still have a lot of stuff to post. I always have stuff to post. It's fun. It's fun to video stuff and share with people. And it's stuff that you actually enjoy. So, like, animals, animals, nature, exploring. <laughs> Tell them where we just went in Peru. We just went to Peru, man. It was crazy. I got a parasite, but we did do some <laughs> we did some crazy stuff. We were in the middle of the Amazon, like you heard her saying earlier. We were in the middle of the Amazon River. Like, dude takes us like three hours up the river. There's like nobody else out there. I mean, there's like a couple dudes and they're like walking through. I don't know, man. Like, there's no and there's nothing out there, man. It's just us. Like a dude almost got attacked by an anaconda in his boat. <laughs> he killed crazy. it. He killed the anaconda and went back to sleep. That was yeah, our driver yeah. with a hammer. He I killed was, it with a hammer. I was in paradise, <laughs> man. More than what I signed up but for. The monkey island. Monkey island, man. We, we stay on this monkey island for 24 hours doing service. And that it's amazing. Like, we went to a monkey island. We hiked to Machu Picchu. We took a crazy hike to Machu Picchu. I don't know if you know what that is. One of the seven wonders of the world, yeah. <laughs> Just if saying. You know, <laughs> that place is awesome. I mean, that's crazy. We we took like this hike that the what was Incan? the Incans? The Incans made this hike. So we like were hiking up all these crazy rocks, and it's like they made it back in the day, and it was just wild. So I just I love all that stuff. I love it, and I love videoing and sharing it with people. Yeah. I could probably deal with monkeys. I'm not much of a snake guy. That sounds, uh, that boat ride sounds like a pretty crazy Uber ride to me. I don't know if I would want that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you know that there are dolphins in the Amazon River? 
in the actual river. Yes. yes. Did not know that. Yeah. We that, saw them. Yeah, it's crazy. We we were like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that was just a little side note. Yeah. Still education. A little, little Amazon side yeah. note. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. You guys performed together as a band. When was the last time you were able to perform out live? We went a long, long time not doing anything. And then uh, about a month ago or a month and a half ago, uh, our good friend called and said, hey, they're doing a beach cleanup activity and they're looking for performers and my band can't do it. Would you guys be willing to do it? And we're like, oh man, that means lots of practice because we haven't performed for over a year. And so <laughs> we, we dusted off all the old equipment and, and mm -hmm. got it all together. And so we performed just like a month ago. Was it a month yeah. ago? We yeah, went fun. to Peru, so we've been, we've been gone ever since then. But. I think what's gotten us to the shows is just the energy. And they don't even know what to do because they're like, we like them. They're not talented enough, but well, we like them. <laughs> my, my dad said a while ago is, Lots of lots of family bands. It's it's just singing, and they have a, a background track. So we're trying to do the background track, and then sing on top of it. So the, and like, dancing and it's, it's hard yeah. to do a background track and sing with it, yeah. and make it as good as these people who are just singing to a background track. You know, we have a blast, and we do it for the right reasons. We do it so. for the right reasons, yeah. Now you guys talked about all that energy when you perform. What was it like not being able to spread all that energy out to your audience during COVID? Well, so one of the one of the things about living in Florida is that Florida is one of those that was probably the freest state in the in the country, maybe the freest place in the world. I don't know, <laughs> but um, but, um, but we 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 put a lot of effort into staying outside and and uh, you know going to the beach and kind of having our own family time to be able to continue to connect with nature and doing lots of challenges yes, and playing we, games we just did all kinds of crazy stuff we started this thing uh to get kids out of their house called sunshine mafia versus everybody you can go look it up on youtube but <laughs> we would do sports and we would invite anybody anybody literally anybody to come out and play a sport so we did basketball ultimate frisbee football and kickball, kickball a couple other ones we we got about six or seven of those in but super fun and we would start off a little bit slow but we started having fans come out from yeah. close areas a lot of friends would come out as well and we it kind of got to a big thing there going like all these people were coming out to the park so we could do this game and video it and have a lot of fun but people the park shut it down man <laughs> whatever the local people are they what, like did, what did the park do yeah the other one didn't yeah yeah they're like but, hey just you can't do this anymore. yeah i don't know why I guess that like doing all those activities and stuff kind of just like took our mind off of the fact that we weren't allowed to perform. And so we like, like still so active. So, and that's the blessing of having YouTube and a podcast, right? You can still share it. Right. Yeah. So that was good for us for COVID is that we can still share. A lot of people that spend time with us will say, will say, so what do you think? Like after hanging out with us and they'll be like, you're actually a little crazier even in person than you are on YouTube. So. So there's no it's like just, making up any of that. There were. Yeah. They'll even say, why aren't you videoing this? Because like there's crazier <laughs> stuff we don't even video. Like that is are, true. Like, they so are ridiculous. Crazy. I just spent the last week with these two and two other teenage boys. I'm just saying, um, nothing is made up. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get on video. I will 
I will say that we were tempted. There's, there were lots of families part time doing, if you do, if you win this challenge, you win a thousand dollars, you win this money or a million dollars. And they pull out this money and show it, pretend like they're giving their kid this much money for a silly challenge, right? I personally couldn't do that, even if it were just for the video, because that's not authentic to us. Yeah. There's no way in the world I would give my kid that much money. So like, you better work your tail off for the next 20 years if you want that, right? So for us, we are authentic to, I don't want to put out a message that there's just money to be throwing around. Because even if we had that much money, I still wouldn't throw it around like that. And that's just our principles and values. So we're true to ourselves as far as that goes. We don't represent something that we're not. So instead we have a thousand dollars, we said 1,000 pennies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I was like, all right, we'll just like play off the, the trend, but do our own thing. Sometimes we would accidentally say 10,000 pennies and then people would be like, what, really? And we're like, oh, sorry, 1,000 pennies. <laughs> Which yeah. is ten dollars. Yeah. But those of you are wondering, <laughs> I know you knew that. I'm just saying those who are watching, they didn't know what that meant is ten dollars. No, it took me. It took me a second. I, I went to school for visual and sound media, not math, so I was doing the numbers. In my <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, you know what the mid was, so I knew you knew the ten dollars. I mean, it's just you smart all around. <laughs> now, if a family or if someone wanted to book an experience with you guys on Obsesh. What would they expect to receive from you guys? It's a great question. So a lot of times when it comes to experiences on Obsesh, it's all about the questions and advice that people want to hear, right? So what do you want to hear? Yeah. So we've had all kinds of different questions from how do I do off-season training to how do I deal with people anxiety, depression, bothering me at school or anxiety, depression. How do I do a backflip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We've had that too. So. And lastly, if people wanted to keep up with you guys on social media who aren't following you for some reason on social media right now or YouTube, where would they find you guys? You can find us on YouTube under Sunshine Mafia and go to Instagram and hit us up at Sunshine underscore Mafia. Well, we're on Facebook as well. Facebook and TikTok. We don't post a lot of TikTok, but we're on TikTok. I yeah, the real sunshine mafia. Yeah, the real sunshine mafia. On TikTok. We're trying to make you the social media manager. He remembers to post his stuff. I'm like, Jordan, I need you to take over Instagram. He posts like once every few weeks. I post it like Probably three like times once every four months. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. So who is the most responsible person in our family? Mariah. You yeah. all know it's Mariah. <laughs> She's more responsible than I am. She's more responsible than I am. <laughs> I had a messenger today and asked her, how tall is Juliana? How much is she weigh? If she could just drive, it, we'd be okay. But unfortunately, we have to. I think she'd get more uh, tickets than you. So she also is going to manage your guys' next uh, global tour, right? She's going to confirm yeah. all the locations and book all the venues for yeah. you guys, right? Right. Yep. That's right. That'll be me. Well, it's been so awesome having you guys on the podcast. Sunshine Mafia, thank you for stopping by on the Athletes Obsession. It's been a blast. Thank you, Thank doll. You. Wait, wait, awesome. wait, wait, before we go, can we say spread sunshine with you? Of course. All right, ready? You have to do it loud and big, though, okay? I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. All right. Okay. Two, three. Spread, spread sunshine. sunshine.